Good morning and welcome to the Fantasy Blink, a daily podcast where we talk all sports, fantasy and real. I am Brian Baines and I'm your host. It is Monday, December 4th, episode number 701. 701. Lots and lots of NFL to talk about. College is set. The national championship race is uh, nearing its end. Down to the final four. Uh, Controversial final four. We've got uh, number one Michigan taking on number four Alabama and number two Washington taking on number three Texas. Texas, yes. Yes, Florida State. Undefeated Florida State is uh, is out. Um, Georgia, one loss Georgia after uh, spending all of that time at the top. Uh, one loss and you're done, apparently, is how it works. Not exactly sure I agree or disagree uh, with, with how it all played out. Michigan and Washington uh, were... Kind of the no-brainers in it, the one-two. Um, took Michigan, uh, obviously, taking care of business in a big way against Iowa. No big surprise there. Iowa, not really not really that good of a team. It would be nice if the, uh, if the Big Ten slash 16, whatever the heck they're going to call themselves uh, after all of the shakeup, they could find a way to get um, Michigan and Ohio State on opposite sides of the conference so they could actually meet up in the uh, in the conference championship. That'd be kind of fun, although that would probably probably would eliminate the regular season affair that we're used to having uh, on Thanksgiving weekend. Um, and that wouldn't be that would that would be kind of a bummer too if they ended up not not playing each other each and every year uh, because of being in separate sides. So I don't know how you would fix that exactly. Uh, Washington taking care of Oregon. Thank you. Thank you very much, Washington, for doing what you needed to do, what needed to be done. We absolutely must keep Duck Fan as silent as we possibly can because we know how obnoxious and unbearable Duck Fan is uh, when they are winning. And no one should have to be subjected to that kind of pain and suffering, uh, having to listen to Duck Fan uh, in in all of their glory. So they're done. They're out of there. They get to play. They get to play Liberty in the uh, Fiesta Bowl. Uh, not even sure what conference Liberty is in. I know they're undefeated, thirteen and zero, um, but not getting a lot of love. I believe they're like number twenty three overall or somewhere in there. So, yes, uh, the uh, the transfer portal is open as of this morning. Lots and lots of uh, guys hitting that, and you know, college college football gets farther and farther and farther away from actual college football uh, with each of these little things that goes on. So, um, yeah, but Florida State uh, wins their uh, conference championship against Louisville. Uh, wasn't pretty. They didn't. They just, you know, they're onto the third string quarterback and just cannot move the ball to save their lives. Their defense is great and probably worthy of being a top four team, but I'm not sure exactly how how upset I am about this. You know, honestly, 
I don't really, at this point, don't really care about college football anymore anyway. So, sure, whatever, you know. The AP poll and the um, playoff poll were at odds in this one. They had The AP had Florida State, I believe, uh, third or fourth in there as the undefeated team. Alabama, you know, Texas, Texas beat Alabama. So Texas was a one-loss team. They lost to Oklahoma. And but beat Alabama in Tuscaloosa by ten points earlier in the season. Um, then Alabama, of course, righted the ship after that. Kind of. I mean, they had a really, really tough time with uh, getting rid of South Florida the, the following week. But then they seemed to get their quarterback situation figured out and took care of all that. And obviously have been trending in the right direction uh, for the rest of the team, and probably played, probably played the toughest schedule out of all of these teams. Really hard to justify knocking Georgia out um, of the top four with just the one loss to to Alabama at the end of the season, but uh, that's the way it worked out. So we get Texas at Washington, Michigan at El- versus Alabama uh, for the uh, that'll be on New Year's Day. And then I believe they have the actual championship game two weeks later, I feel like, um, once the NFL wraps up its regular season because it's a Monday night championship game. So uh, so as to not conflict with the NFL. Or maybe there's no Monday night game on the last week of the regular season and they shift it to the national championship game, something like that. I think with the 18-week 18 18 season now in the NFL, that's – kind of how it falls i think they do the last week of the regular season as a non-monday night game to be i guess to be fair to all of the uh, playoff teams that turn around and play especially it would be a real bummer to play uh play on monday night and then turn around and have to play on saturday um if that's how the cards laid out so um yeah so that'll be a couple weeks after after the semifinal matchup all the rest of the bowls will be done at that point, and uh, yeah, we'll decide a national championship before we move on to next year's 12-team. 12-team? 8-team or 12-team. It's 8 or 12. I don't know. They might have gone 12. I, again, college football is no longer really college football. It's just, you know, a big money-making enterprise, uh, as if it wasn't already. Uh, so I'm uh, not going to spend a whole lot more time I'll probably go over, um, you know, talk about it a little bit as uh, we get closer to it or maybe after it. But uh, other than that, you know, just just don't really care about college basketball or college football anymore. College basketball will be right behind it. But we did have NFL yesterday. We had lots and lots of NFL um, other than the, the six teams that were not playing this week. We had... Uh, I guess you would call it an NFL game, but it was uh, if you were forced to watch it, you. Uh, I apologize. Fortunately, I had red zone, and this team was not featured in the red zone as neither of the teams, I believe, ever made it to the red zone. Uh, Chargers 6, Patriots 0. Yeah, uh, it, was a, it was a good one. Uh, Justin Herbert, 22 of 37, 212 yards. No touchdowns, no interceptions. I guess the best that can be said uh, for the Chargers is that they didn't they didn't lose the game. 
right? They didn't have the turnovers. They didn't, uh, you know, play, they played a good special team, special uh, uh, defense. They played very well and took care of what they needed to. Austin Eckler, 14 carries for 18 yards uh, and two catches for nine for him. Uh, Keenan Allen, five catches for 58 in his, uh, probably his lightest day of the year. Obviously, New England had a plan and executed well on that side. Uh, Quinton Johnston, five catches for 52 for him. On the other side, Bailey Zappi was 18 for 25, 141 yards. He had no touchdowns, no interceptions, but got sacked an awful lot. Uh, Ramondre Stevenson leaves this one early. He was off to a good start, 9 for 39, and then fumbled on a play where his uh, ankle got tweaked and did not return, so that left it to uh, Ezekiel Elliott, six, uh, 17 carries for 52 yards and 4 for 40. Zeke could be a thing going forward as we uh, move into the playoffs. He's going to get a ton of work there. If they can do anything to move the ball, um, he could be a thing. He could he could actually be a factor in the playoffs. Uh, Devontae Parker, four catches for 64, was your leading receiver there. The Cardinals, 24. This one was a mess. The Cardinals and the Steelers, every time I looked up and checked on something, it was delayed. They had thunderstorms and torrential downpours and heavy winds in this one. The Cardinals end up winning 24-10. to 10. Kyler Murray was 13 for 23. 145 yards, one touchdown, no interceptions. He was 9 for 20 on the ground. James Conner, revenge game against the Steelers, 25 carries, 105 yards, and two two touchdowns. Trey McBride uh, was huge in the first half and then seemed to kind of disappear in the second, but eight catches for 89 and a touchdown for him. On the other side, Pickett left this game uh, with some sort of an injury. Not sure if it was an ankle. I think it was an ankle. Uh, so Mitchell Trubisky comes in 11 for 17, 117 yards, had a touchdown, no interceptions. Uh, Najee Harris, 16 for 63, and Jalen Warren was 9 for 59. George Pickens for, was 4 for 86. He had uh, like 70 yards in the first five minutes, so uh, did not continue rolling on there, and uh, Deontay Johnson was 4 for 33 and a touchdown in the loss for the Steelers. So the Cardinals uh, hurting their draft pick by winning games, especially going on the road. But what are you going to do? Can't tell them to stop playing, I guess. Uh, Colts 31, Titans 28 in overtime. 31-28, yes. Oh, yeah, because they uh, the Titans kicked a field goal, and the Colts came down and scored a touchdown. So they didn't even need the extra point. Gardner Minshew. 26 for 42, 312 yards, two touchdowns, and no interceptions. Zach Moss, in what we thought would be a big game for him, he absolutely annihilated the Titans the last time they played. Uh, he was, no, he was not. Um, 19 for 51 on the ground and 2 for 6 in the air. Michael Pittman continues his role, 11 catches for 105, and he had the game-winning touchdown. Alec Pierce, welcome to the NFL. This guy... If you check his snap percentage, it is something else. It is amazing. He runs at about a 98% snap percentage on the field all the time, every play, every game, uh, but just doesn't get used uh, in the passing game. He, he still didn't get used a lot, but three catches for 100 yards 
and a long touchdown in this one. Uh, Kyler, Kylan, Kyler, Kyler, Kylan Granson uh, was your other leading receiver, three for 72 at the tight end position. Will Levis, 16 for 33. Still rolling there under 50%, I see, on his completion percentage. 224, a touchdown and a pick, uh, or no interception, sorry. Uh, Derrick Henry was great until he wasn't. 21 for 102, two touchdowns, one catch for 18, but he left with a concussion type of an injury. Taji Spears stepped in, 16 for 76, and four for 13. DeAndre Hopkins, five catches for 75 and one on 12 targets, uh, a lot of them not great targets, and it was fun to watch uh, D-Hop and Levis get into it on the sideline, um, as often happens with D-Hop. And, uh, you know, just we, we had a little chatter about this, who would, who would end up winning this battle, uh, Will Levis or DeAndre Hopkins. And uh, I can't imagine... Uh, Levis is going to win that conversation. Um, and then uh, Chig Okonkwo was 3 for 62 in the loss for the Titans. So the, Colton, the Colts are uh, in the playoffs as of now, uh, if the season ended today. Texans 22, Broncos 17, C.J. Stroud 16 for 27, 274. Had a touchdown and no interceptions. Uh, Damian Pierce 15 for 41 and 1, did not amount a whole lot but man it looked like he was running hard again uh like what we saw in his rookie season hopefully he can keep that going and um parlay that into a little more yardage next time nico collins was nine for 191 and one and brevin jordan with no dalton schultz was three for 64 uh tank dell leaves this one with a fractured fibula and he is done for the season um yeah bummer uh, that was a bummer uh hate to lose a, a guy that was that big of a factor and having a great rookie season but uh, that'll be it for him and left you with zero points it happened early in the game uh russell wilson was 15 for 26 186 yards he had a touchdown and three count them three interceptions he was 10 for 44 on the ground and had a touchdown there as well uh, Javante Williams, 13 for 46 and 3 for 24. Jerry Judy was 3 for 51. And Sutton, 2 for 77. And, of course, the touchdown. He got back into the end zone. Again, on a nice long bomb by Russell late in the game. And Texans Texans win it. And have, are positioning themselves to try to get into the playoffs. They're close. They're very close. Lions, 33. Saints, 28. This one was 21 to nothing before you could blink. It, there were still nine minutes left in the first quarter, and the Lions were up 21 to nothing, and then, of course, took their foot off the gas, and the Saints came rumbling back slowly but surely. Jared Goff, 16 for 25, uh, 213 yards, two touchdowns, no interceptions. Uh, Montgomery was 18 for 56 and a touchdown on the ground, uh, and... Jameer Gibbs was 8 for 60 on the ground. Sam Laporta was your big receiver at the tight end position, 9 for 140 and 1, and Amon Ra was 2 for 49 and 1. On the other side, Derek Carr, 17 for 22, 226, 1 and 1 before he left. With uh, They listed this was kind of 
hilarious. They listed about nine different things uh, that he that he injured when he left. A concussion again being one of them, which is kind of scary for him because he's already been through the concussion pro- concussion protocol once this year. Not good. Alvin Kamara, 14 for 51 and two on the ground. Also had six catches for 58 as he keeps on rolling. Taysom Hill, uh, pretty involved in this one. 13 carries for 59 yards and a touchdown and had two catches for 15. Chris Olave, I did not get him into my into my lineup because I was worried about this concussion thing and then, uh, you know, got up a little bit late and was scrambling around to try to get lineup set and... Missed him, and 5 for 119. Could have used him over Marquise Brown, who got a big, fat zero in the Cardinals game before he left with injury. Falcons 13, Jets 8. Whoa, this was a fun one to watch. Desmond Ritter just killing it out there. 12 for 27. Man, that's, again, under 50%. 121 yards, a touchdown, and no interceptions. Uh, Bijan Robinson was 18 for 53 and 3 for 26 through the air. Kyle Pitts was your leading receiver at 4 for 51. Uh, on the other side, Boyle, 14 of 25, 148 yards, no touchdowns, one interception. Dalvin Cook, leading res- the leading rusher as far as yardage, uh, did not have as many attempts as Brees, but he was 9 for 35. Brees Hall was 13 for 16. Ooh, those are... Austin Eckler-type numbers there. Six for 29. Uh, fortunately, saved Brees' day through the air. Uh, Gibson was your leading receiver, five for 77. And Garrett Wilson was three for 50. And the Jets are a mess. Got a, They got Simeon in there. I didn't I didn't write down his stats, and I don't know how long he was in there, but you know they finally, finally tried to go in that direction. Uh, they're, they're just... They're just awful. They're they're hard to watch. Dolphins 45, Manders 15. Uh, Tua was 18 of 24, 280 yards, two touchdowns, no interceptions. Devin Achan back in action. Yeah, he got once the game was kind of in not in doubt anymore. Uh, Achan got a, quite a bit of run. Ends up with 17 carries for 73 yards, two touchdowns, and three catches for 30. Uh, Mostert got the early work, 11 for 43 and a touchdown for him and one for eight through the air. Tyreek Hill just keeps on rolling on. Five catches, 157 yards, and two. Count them, two touchdowns. Jalen Waddle was five for 52. On the other side, Sam Howell, 12 for 23, 127 yards, no touchdowns. Uh, He had a pick six that he gave up in this one. Uh, He was four for 21 and two on the ground, so he did... His work on the ground got your two touchdowns there. So as a fantasy day, still was okay, but uh, he's not a good quarterback. Uh, Brian Robinson, 7 for 53, off to a great start before he left with a hamstring injury and was done. Curtis Samuel was your leading receiver, 4 for 65. And Terry McLaurin, in case you were wondering, got you a big, fat zero in this one. Nice work. Scary Terry. Yeah, scary as in scary ruining your lineups. You're lucky I got through the guillotine without you. Bucks 21, Panthers 18, Baker Mayfield 14 for 29, 202 yards, one touchdown, one interception. 
Uh, Rashad White was 20 for 84 on the ground with a touchdown and 3 for 22 through the air. Mike Evans, 7 for 162 and 1. And that is, he has made it to 1,000 yards again when he hit 150. And that is 10 straight years for Mr. Mike Evans. Uh, Every year he's been in the league, he's been over 1,000 yards. Pretty darn impressive. Bryce Young, 15 for 31, 178, no touchdowns, one interception. Chuba Hubbard, uh, 25 carries, 104 yards, and two touchdowns. Uh, And then uh, Mingo was 6 for 69, and Chark was 3 for 56. Uh, The game of the day, which didn't end up being the game of the day necessarily because the Niners pounded the Eagles 42 to 19. Brock Purdy, 19 of 27, 314 yards, four touchdowns, no interceptions. Christian McCaffrey doing his thing. 17 carries, 93 yards, and a touchdown. He had three catches for 40. Debo Samuel, he's healthy. He's killing it. Four catches, 116 yards, and two touchdowns. He also had three carries for 22 yards and a touchdown on the ground. George Kittle, 4 for 68. And Brandon Ayuk was 5 for 46 and a touchdown. On the other side, Jalen Hurts, 26 for 45, 298. One touchdown, no interceptions. He was 7 for 20 and a touchdown on the ground. Uh, DeAndre Swift, 6 whole carries for 13 whole yards. Not a good day for him. Uh, A.J. Brown did have a good day, 8 for 114. Devontae Smith also, uh, he was 9 for 96 and a touchdown for him in the loss for the Eagles. Still the number one seed overall uh, by a game, but watch out. The Niners are clearly the better team. Uh, Rams 36, Browns 19, Matthew Stafford 22 of 37, 279, three touchdowns, no interceptions. Kyron Williams 21 carries for 88 and a touchdown on the ground and three catches for 24. Puka Nakua was four for 105 and one. I believe he had a carry in this one for a significant amount as well. Um, Robinson, wide receiver, four for 55 and one. And Cooper Cup got in the end zone at the very end, six for 39 and one for him to kind of save his day. Joe Flacco was 23 of 44, 254, two touchdowns and an interception. Kareem Hunt, 12 for 48 on the ground. Uh, Jerome Ford was 9 for 19 on the ground, but 3 for 33 in the air with a touchdown. Uh, Elijah Moore was the go-to guy, especially after Cooper, uh, uh, Mari Cooper left this one with a concussion. Uh, Elijah Moore ends up 4 for 83, but had a bunch of targets. Uh, Harrison Bryant, 5 for 49, and a touchdown for him. And the nightcap, the Packers 27, the Chiefs 19. Love it. Uh, Yes, we do. Jordan Love, 25 of 36, 267 yards, three touchdowns, no interceptions. Uh, A.J. Dillon was 18 for 73. Romeo Dobbs, 4 for 72. And Christian Watson, of course. Uh, Seems like every guy on here was on Mullen's team who uh, took me out in MSD painfully. Uh, Watson, 7 for 71 and 2. Mahomes on the other side, 21 of 33, 210, a touchdown and an interception, four for 26 on the ground. Isaiah Pacheco, uh, 
Pachecoed out of the game after throwing a punch, I guess. 18 for 110 and a touchdown on the ground, 3 for 13 through the air. Rashi Rice, 8 for 64. And Travis Kelsey, 4 for 81 in the loss for the Chiefs, who still lead the AFC West, but are uh, kind of falling out of things a little bit as far as uh, being the number one seed. They're right there, though. They'll be okay. They'll be fine. They'll figure it out. They always do, for sure. All right. We got a NBA is a little goofy this week. They've got the. Uh, these, this tournament thing going on that's today, I believe today and tomorrow. I don't know exactly how it works, but I do know that fantasy points don't count um, in this little tournament. So it's going to be a, a strange and very short week um, MSD in, in the NBA files. And then uh, you know, NHL continues to roll on. Yours truly, sitting alone atop the league. Kind of seem seemingly have things worked out a little bit in terms of uh, um, yeah, the guys showing up, taking care of business. So I'll see if we can keep it rolling this week. I'm not sure who uh, who the matchup is, but uh, yeah, I think it, I think it might be Canada two this week. So we'll uh, we'll see how that see how that goes. See if they're see if they're setting those lineups. You know, we'll find out. All right, it's Monday. I got a million things to do and probably a, probably a meeting to start off the week, too, which is never the way to do it. But the snow has stopped for the moment and uh, just just rain, just, just rain around here. So that's, that's good. No snow is good. All right, everybody, have a great Monday. Let's get the week off to a good start for the Fantasy Blink. I am the commission. I am out of here.